1987, you know, I embraced into Islam. I never know that I will come into the halal industry, honestly. The business that you have evolved through the years are Sharia compliant businesses. Yes. You also move on to a series of supermarkets, mid-sized supermarkets. I was invited to a lot of uh, sharing sessions, even to as far as in London and uh, Kazakhstan. Oh, interesting. Yes. And uh, obviously, that business didn't continue. I was headhunted then into a chain of uh, supermarkets where they have 30 over outlets in Singapore, but there are many uh, challenges along the road. Is there any estimation of how much you lost from your pocket? Millions of dollars. Was your faith shaken up because of all this? Honestly, uh, many times I ask myself, I'm fighting, you know, in the halal industries uh, for the Ummah and why it's so difficult. And I realized about one thing, halal, H-A-L-A-L, if you jungle the words together, it's Allah. Yes, what we are doing for him is not going to be easy. I felt that this is a test. This is the best plan that Allah has planned for me. Welcome to Keep It Coming, the second season, and we are discussing about business people in rags to riches. We want to celebrate the enterprising spirit that makes up the most successful homegrown businesses in the Malay Muslim community. We hope that we can uncover their humble beginnings, their trials and their tribulations and their successes and the values that have shaped them. And with us today, we have Mr. Ronnie Faisal Tan, who started a business in corporate gifts before he moves on to something bigger and now uh, changed his direction yet again. Let's talk about how he first started out as Ronnie Faisal Tan. We are all very intrigued by the name Faisal. So how did this Faisal come about in between Ronnie Tan? Yeah, thank you, Adi. Assalamualaikum to everybody. At the age of uh, 16, I was posted to a technical school, Singapore Technical Institute. And during that moment of time, uh, I have a lot of Malay friends who I every time look at them that uh, they visited the mosque every Friday. I would like to find out, you know, what is their religion, Islam about. In 1986, I received my first Hidayah. Oh, okay. Yeah. After that, you know, I wrote a postcard to my dad. During those days in 1986, there is no such thing as WhatsApp, you know, or email. So I wrote a postcard uh, to, uh, to my dad telling him what happened. My dad was then working in Saudi Arabia in Jeddah. Uh, he converted 10 years before me. Oh, okay. But in 1987, you know, I decided uh, to embrace into Islam, understanding and knowing the challenges ahead is not going to be easy, especially coming from a very staunch uh, Catholic family. So I, I've been telling myself I need to you know, get ready, prepared, and especially I uh, face a lot of challenges as well in my food. Of course, other challenges like visiting the mosque, you know, the people there thought that I'm, I was there to borrow toilet. Oh dear. Yeah. So it, it's a norm because for a Chinese uh, Muslim to step into the mosque, you know, those days were the challenges. But you stayed resilient until today yes. being a muslim yes so the business that you uh, that you have evolved through the years are sharia compliant uh, businesses yes so coming to corporate give is a change in my life because of my academy i know that i couldn't go far <laughs> so i've spoken to my dad you know and my dad actually gave me two suggestions oh okay uh, how to be out of poverty number one gambling <laughs> interesting yeah. yeah number two into business so at the age of 31 i decided to start my business yeah doing corporate gifts it grew the business within six months to be the top 10 in singapore 
Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But uh, those days were in 1990s. Yeah. And when uh, the millennium kicked in, internet became very modernized. So uh, profit you know, has dropped drastically. That is where I decided to change my industries into telecommunication, where those days fiber to the home was picking up. That is where internet is coming to your house. So from, from the corporate gifts, you move into the uh, fiber line, but that also has an end point. Yes, so in 2008, the economic crisis uh, struck. Uh, because of the Lehman Brothers case and things like that. And uh, fiber to the home, uh, you know, pricing are dropping drastically. So I have to again make a decision to come a stop. So what kind of opportunity you saw then mm -hmm. in 2008 when the economy was crumbling? So those days, I saw an opportunity to provide a choice for the consumer in terms of their grocery purchase. Ah. Never know that I will come into the halal industry, honestly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then, uh, you know, I started to source a lot of products, new branding from Malaysia and uh, opening a small retail shops. But uh, business was really bad. People are not coming for this kind of new branding. They still want to go for their regular products. Did you lose money in that, in that first move? Uh, to bring in new brands to the uh, consumer. Yeah, all the way have been not making money because it's a learning process and also taking a very uh, a leap jump mm -hmm. on, into something that I have never tried before. If I may yeah. ask, um, is there any estimation of how much you lost from your pocket? I think uh, throughout the years uh, in my business, uh, since I started uh, the supermarket, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, millions, millions of dollars and a lot of uh, you know, let down uh, uh, together with my uh, partners believing that uh, the industry is bright, uh, the partnerships are good but uh, there are many uh, challenges along the road and all these are tests. From the small brands that you take over from across the causeway, you also move on to a series of supermarkets, mid-sized supermarkets. Now, that was doing well for a while, but you were not there anymore now. So what were the challenges that you faced while stitching these supermarkets together? I know there are more than four or five chains during that time. I think in terms of uh, my own supermarket uh, during those days, into the minority Muslim countries, growing the halal uh, uh, awareness and things like that, that makes me build a lot of networks mm -hmm. all over the world. I was invited to a lot of uh, sharing sessions, even to as far as in London and uh, Kazakhstan. More interesting. Yes, and uh, obviously that business didn't continue because of um, various reasons. Mm -hmm. One of the major uh, uh, setbacks was uh, cash flow in terms of expansion, in terms of the value added. Uh, that uh, uh, added into the retail business, such as like e-commerce and also the incubation and uh, export businesses. Uh, I was headhunted then into a chain of uh, supermarkets where they have 30 over outlets in Singapore, but mm. uh, the, the branding wise, uh, a lot of people not known. Mm. I was uh, headhunted to, to set up the uh, Hala supermarket for them. Business was uh, picking up, especially for those business, uh, outlets that are not moving, uh, not making money. Basically, I was entrusted into other uh, departments. Uh, that is where you know I, I started to feel um, uh, I'm lost in the industries. What did you learn from that shift or from that failure? For me myself, I felt that you know after spending so much time and effort and money, you know, and uh, eventually the result is uh, very negative. Mm. They will definitely feel hurt and, and, and they will stay there and continue to think about all these kind of 
uh, setback and failure. Mm. I, I move on. I continue to move on. I felt that this is a test. This is the best plan that Allah has planned for me in order to get back the fire uh, in me to, to, to be back in the business, especially after the big heat in 2018 after my supermarket closed. So do you take small jobs in between you recovering and trying to find something else? Yes. I, I, after I left my this chain of supermarket, uh, you know, um, impulsively, I submitted the resignations without finding another job, without knowing what I want to do. I was completely lost. I tried to go for interview. I sent out a lot of letters, you know, or email to uh, various organizations and also either in the same trades. None came back. Maybe because of my age, maybe because of my education on, or, or perhaps that people find that, you know, they are unable to pay me in my remunerations. Was your faith shaken up because of all this? Uh, I lose faith in God. Yeah, Adi. Honestly, uh, many times I ask myself why my friends are doing so well and uh, I'm doing, I'm fighting, you know, in these industries, the halal industries uh, for the Ummah to, to, you know, provide uh, the convenience and all this stuff. And, and why it's so difficult. And I realized one thing, halal, H-A-L-A-L, if you jungle the words together. It's Allah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's Allah. And what we are doing for Him is not going to be easy. Allah is not going to make this easy for anyone because it's a test of faith. It's a test of how much you love him. So after this setback, I started to realize, I started to learn. Uh, along the way, I met mentors that coming to me, gave me a lot of inspirational. One of them, you know, actually gave me uh, uh, secret tools that everybody has, which I didn't know. Oh? Yeah. What? And what is this secret tool? It's, it's about zikir. You oh, know? okay. A simple zikir actually boosts up a lot of our energy and, and, and also the connections close to our Creator. So yeah. this spiritual link-up uh, is something that we all know, but some of us do not exercise it because yes. we do not see the value. Yes. And through all those storms, you discover a new way to get back on your feet. What's the current business you're doing right now? So I decided to come into a consulting business because of my network, okay. uh, bridging businesses and businesses together. Uh, and I see an opportunities, especially for halal products, which are manufactured 80% by non-Muslim. And I feel that there is a lot of uh, rooms for the marketplace, especially for the Malay products to be in the non-Malay community. I think most of these entrepreneurs in the Malay communities, the manufacturers, they are trying their best. Mm -hmm. The only thing what I felt is that the, the networking mm -hmm. and the business opportunity matching is not there. Mm -mm. So uh, I want to mingle these two communities together. So you yeah. become the consultant to tell them if you want to move better, this is what you need to do? Exactly. So yeah. how has that been received so far? Mm -hmm. In uh, May, after I left my ex-company, yeah. um, I started this consulting business and I appro approached a few of the manufacturers. Mm -hmm. They are doing very well now. Uh, I, there's a lot of collaboration going on, whether they are in the paste industries, uh, matching them together with a uh, raw material mm. or even a ready-to-cook uh, factory, matching them together, coming out with a new uh, Malay types of uh, cuisine. Mm -mm. Uh, I'm also very happy because now I have uh, more choices, uh, especially for the consumer to choose. Are you a happier man now? Oh, very much so. Yeah, especially, you know, doing something that I like. Yeah. Uh, and also, I, I'm very blessed uh, to have uh, 
a job offer to me mm -hmm. uh, by Singapore Malay Chamber of Commerce. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Uh, to put me as an executive in residence for Hala industrializations and uh, able to you know work with many SMEs matching their business and grow helping them to grow into the marketplace which now currently I have been uh, helping more more than 16 companies within a period of three months is there any uh, tinge of hope that you might want to start again your supermarket business <laughs> yeah there's always uh, in my dream mm -mm. Uh, because why I wanted to have a halal supermarket I felt that there's a lot of potential for the global products halal products mm -hmm. to come together as one you know giving the choices to the consumer and also offering uh, the ingredients to the chef mm -hmm. so that more different kind of restaurants halal products are coming out so Ronnie why must I believe in you as a business person I cannot guarantee any brand that mm. the product will take off but the effort and of course, the testimonial from my uh, current and past uh, customers mm -hmm. or clients uh, is able to you know, assure that the services given to them uh, is worth the investment they put in. Now that you have already come back, you are you're still on your feet doing businesses uh, uh, for so many companies and uh, being a consultant now, do you think you are able to pay off all the debts? That is my priority, honestly. <laughs> to my investors that those uh, who have believed in me. I, I actually called every one of them, mm -hmm. you know, telling them that, telling them that uh, be patient, you know, and uh, I'm not going to, uh, this is not a loan, this is basically a business investment. Once you lost, means loss. Yeah, but, but to you're, me- You're responsible enough yes, to want to pay back. the friendship, is the trust that they have entrusted on me. So out of 100% of the debts that you are shouldering, how many percent have you shaved off so far? I, I couldn't say that I'm already very successful. I'm still yeah. in the verge of uh, growing. Mm -mm. Yeah. So in terms of uh, debt-wise, I couldn't say that I have really done everything. But you're but still putting in the efforts. Now, talking about your current business, yeah. do you see the shining moments or was there a shining moment already for mm -hmm. you? And in every business that I'm stepped in, mm -hmm. actually, I don't know what will be the future. Mm -hmm. But I believe, um, you know, in him that uh, he will guide me along as long as I have to get away about this arrogance and the greediness. In yeah. spite you being afraid of stepping into the arrogant zone, uh, we saw all humility in you today. What Thank have you, you got to say much. about that? I think I'm humbled and uh, I think I still have a lot a lot to learn. The past failure mm -hmm. has always been there to remind mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. about um, why I failed. Mm -hmm. And I do not want to go back into that anymore because I'm no more longer young like before. So five years from now, in the business perspective, where is Roni Faisal Tan? Inshallah, you know, I really hope to create the value added uh, in the industries, mm -hmm. whether they are in the retail, they are e-commerce, or even the servicing and also events. Mm -hmm. I know it's not going to be easy. So I will work very hard towards that mm -hmm. because that, that is my dream. That is my inspiration that keep me going. And uh, hopefully that, you know, all these kind of services is going to be benefits uh, to as many people. What would be your advice to aspiring entrepreneurs? Entrepreneur is always a very lonely journey. <laughs> you cannot be sharing all your worries mm. with your loved one, with your family or with your friends or even your colleagues. You must be ready to sacrifice a lot of time. You must be ready, there is no food on the table. These are all the things that you have to be prepared before you actually decided to embark into this.
in the good faith of the Almighty, there's no coincidences in life. We are all designed to be where we are. Do you think that God has designed you to be stronger and better uh, in the long run? I think uh, after going through a few businesses that I have uh, failed and coming back into business again, I really have to thank Him you know, for shaping me to be a better person. And I always believe, you know, whatever things that we are doing, as long our intention and our end journey is for something good, we must not doubt. And I believe with your success, a lot of people will benefit from it. And may you continue to be the best person that you are and not giving up. I mean, thank you. And of course, to Adi, with what you're helping others, people, you know, I also wish that you succeed in, in your career. And of course, the value that you are going to give to the community. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. With that, uh, we end Keep It Coming Season 2 Rex to Riches with Ronnie Faisal Tan. Thank you very much. Tune in to Rex to Riches on YouTube and Spotify. Keep it coming SG.